0: Stella Belafonte here, and thank you for joining me at my table on this Tuesday for another tasty top pick. We're going to have an appetizer because I'm greedy, then there's the main course, which is what brought you here in the first place, and we'll end things with a sweet dessert. Boy, have I ever. I hope you're hungry. Enjoy. Enjoy. Ain't stopping. y'all going to get this podcast Hey hey Stella Bella Fontaine here more than a day late and definitely about a few dollars short Well I promise you content and content is what you're going to get Today's tasty topic is going to be about the bad taste in my mouth. Living in New York City has become such a motherfucking chore, and I'm going to talk about it on this tasty topic. Stay tuned. Tune in on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, and Stitcher. If you want to hear what's got me so pissed off in New York City today, you're going to tune in. It's Virgo season, and like my girl Beyonce said, I've been drinking, I've been drinking. (laughs) Well, anyway, tasters, welcome to today's Tasty Top Pick. And yes, I am late. I'm very late. It is not Tuesday. As you are listening to this, today is Thursday. I got a lot on my mind. I got a lot of shit going on. Again, I've got a bad taste in my mouth when it comes to everything. When it comes to work, when it comes to co-workers, when it comes to men. And I know you're probably saying, I do not tune in every week to hear this bitch ranting and raving. But you know what you're going to hear today? Well, today, tasters, I am sipping on spiked iced tea. I got some Hennessy privilege. And I usually mix that with a little Coca-Cola. But I didn't have any Coke today. I actually had... A homemade tea that I made. I gotten some lemon zinger tea. And I steeped it myself. Added a little sugar. And now I'm spiking it. With my Hennessy privilege. And I'm going to sip. So let me tell you what's got me up on the wrong side of the bed today. Came outside. Today. And I'm going to talk about it in New York City. Because I want to know where the fuck Officer Adams is on this. Yeah, Officer Adams the former new york city police officer slash current mayor of new york city who y'all elected this is y'all's mayor i come outside today after leaving my car parked on a block in a place in a time in brooklyn for 2 days and i come outside to my car with the window shot out let me tell you what made it really um fucked up I didn't even realize it. So I got to my car and I noticed that there were police officers standing around. And I'm like, I know this can't just be a ticket situation because police officers don't surround your car for just a ticket. And one of the cops looked up at me and he said, Oh, you don't know? Do I know what? I'm thinking they're going to point down to a boot on my car, but I know I wouldn't have a boot because I don't owe any tickets. I don't have any outstanding tickets that... um." Would lead to me having a fucking boo So I said what He goes come around I look The back window on the passenger side of my baby Is shot out My headrest is blown off When you look further My fog light is shot out So according to the community There was a shootout two nights ago Not even nights Two evenings ago Around 5.36 o'clock in the evening Which I consider broad daylight After a basketball game in my neighborhood, niggas decided that they were angry about whatever they were angry over. And they started shooting. I was told that the shooters were on bicycles. And that when they started to shoot, the police officers in the area decided to hit the deck. Yes, Texas, they hit the deck. Now, I know people would say, well, what was they supposed to do? I mean, safety first. What did you expect? Honestly, I didn't expect that. I expect that police officers are to protect and serve. Now, with all of the bullshit that I hear going on in the news, in media, you know, people get shot every day. How did these officers not discharge their weapons During an active shooting. But again I was told it was safety first. And honestly I was also told by one of the residents. That the officers dropped like they did. Because they assumed that the bullets were for them. Go figure. Well in any event at any rate. The bullets were not for them. I don't know who caught a bullet. I don't give a fuck who the bullets were for. Bullets shouldn't be for anybody. I don't know where these young niggas are getting it from. But they need to give it back It makes me so fucking angry Like New York City has become such a drain And a chore Outside of all of the good shit The fun And and the lit nights The bars, the restaurants, the clubs The diversity You got shit like this Here it is, I bust my ass To keep my note paid my car insurance pay. And then you know what? I, I had to fight today on the phone because I needed to know. What exactly does my car insurance cover? I got this huge deductible. You know what? What has happened? I, I, apparently, I'm going to be responsible for so much of this shit. And then you know what? All the crimes that's happening in New York City. First thing people ask is, where well, we pyramids. the parents. we the parents. I can come up with a couple of places the motherfucking parents are. First of all, I guarantee that the shooters that did this are young enough to be my sons. I also put money on the fact that the shooters that did this, their parents are younger than I am. I'm 45, and I bet that the kids that did this, and I'm thinking kids, basketball game, bicycles, recklessly, aimlessly shooting. Yeah, these are motherfucking kids. Probably fresh out of high school with parents who are barely 40, if even. So, we're the parents. Let's just say for shits and giggles that the, 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 the good parents are at work. Doubt it. We're the parents online, on Instagram, posting, fighting over men, nodding, sipping lean, popping pills. See, back in the days, you the only drugs that you really had to be concerned with was the bullshit. Crack, coke, marijuana. Not nowadays. These young motherfuckers is brave, honey. They living on the edge and they are trying shit that blow up fucking laboratories. First of all, I don't even want nothing in my system that had to be created in a fucking lab. No meth, no experimental shit. I I hear that these kids is getting high on drugs that have nothing to do with getting high specifically. But when you take them and chase them with liquor and other drugs and crush them and mix them and inhale them you get high antidepressants um you know what's, what's the other shit like I said the, the, the cold medicine what else are they popping Just just all kind of shit anxiety drugs these kids are out here taking antidepressants and anxiety drugs crushing them in a the powder and inhaling them and drinking liquor behind it and getting high enough to come outside and just shoot Tastes when I tell you I am in a rage I am burning mad So, let me sip this. I ain't had one sip since I started. That's how you know I'm mad. Because I'm talking and I'm shouting and I ain't had one sip. So, again, I'm drinking Hennessy DSOP Privilege mixed with some sweet tea that I made. Check this out. Okay, yeah. This shit is hitting. That's what I needed it to do. So, this is a message to all you niggas in my DM. Yeah, I'm going to talk about it. Yeah, everybody knows about my Batman, but we also know that I am not a married woman. So hear me out. This is, this, this, this is my message to you all. To all you motherfuckers in my DMs, unless you are coming to rescue me, stay the fuck out of my DM. I'm dead serious. When I say rescue me, if you can't come 10 times better than what I already got, I don't need it. Because I am stressed the fuck out When I say 10 times better I mean rescue me I need the man that's coming into my DM Because his money is so big So long So shiny That he's just looking for happiness You're just looking for somebody To make you feel good To the day you die Especially you old motherfuckers But you know what's crazy I don't really get a lot of um, DMs from older men I'm actually getting DMs from very very young men who happen to be financially well off. But y'all looking for cute shit. I don't have time for cute shit. I'm fucking 45. I know you probably said damn how many times she gonna say she 45. Until it sinks in that I'm a grown ass woman. And it's not a fucking game out here. So if you want me again you got to come at me 10 times better than I already got. I don't need to get flued out. I need to get flown away. I'm an old bitch. Remember all the old commercials? Cal take me away. I need you to be able to pack me up, take me somewhere, and start a new life. I mean a real new life. Not a new life where I got to work, where I got to do shit. Yeah, I'm talking about that soft life stuff that everybody's cackling about lately. Where the fuck is my soft life? You know, what happened to the men that were only looking for a woman to again comfort them make them happy until the day that they die yeah rescue me spoil me put me in a big old country ass house they say everybody's moving to georgia well one of you georgia um what you call it expats take me with you put me in a big ass mansion let me lay around all day in lingerie, um just making brunches and being cute and ordering fancy shit for our house. Turn me into Miss Johnson. Remember Miss Johnson from Friday? Let me be outside just watering grass and growing a garden for our just just to beautify our gorgeous country home. Because otherwise, I ain't got time for no other fuck shit. I am sick of my city. I am sick of my city. And I never wanted to say that out loud. Yes, we all complain about New York. We talk shit. We say things. But we don't stick to our word. A couple of years back, before I started the job that I have now. This is about 2015 or so. I was actually going to make the big move. I was planning to move to Dallas, Texas. My bestie invited me out there. She said, girl, just come on out here, you know, till you get on your feet. You know, that's when you got a real friend as a black person. When you got the friend that says, girl, come on and stay out here till you get on your feet. And the plan was for me to go out there. I had actually intended to start my own business. Before I was Stella Belafonte, I was referring to myself as Minty Fresh and just to let you in on a little bit of my life i actually got ocd so my ocd happens to be cleaning i have a cleaning fetish even when i'm at work you'll see me doing shit where it's like that's not your job that's not within your pay description girl why are you cleaning that? because it's what i do so my plan was to move to texas and start a cleaning business you know get a big um industrial vacuum a steamer and clean homes for a living because look in texas there are a lot of wealthy people with luxury homes that need their homes clean and i was going to do it and i wanted to do it under the title minty fresh cleaners that was going to be my whole theme and you know what i didn't do it And to this day, I have so many regrets. Like I think about who I would have been and where I would have been had I been brave enough to pack up and leave town as I had intended to. But you know what? Never say never. Again, I'm in my 40s and this life ain't over. I still got a lot of years left. But tasters, I don't see me living out. These last years. When I say last years. Because I'm already in the second quarter of my life. I made the determination that life happens in four quarters. Birth to 25, 25 to 50, 50 to 75. And if you're lucky, 75 to your dead. There goes your 100. What they call that your full circle. You, 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 You rounded it out. Well, anyway, I'm at that second quarter. I'm at the 25 to 50 mark. And I don't intend to enter the third quarter in my life in shitty-ass New York, paying more money for my car insurance than I do for my car, no, and coming outside after my car is parked for two days on the right side of the street. All our New Yorkers know about alternate side parking, coming outside to my fucking windows being shot out. I have never felt like fuck New York, but right now I really feel like fuck New York. I do not love my city. I do not love the things that are happening to me in my city. I'm very disappointed in my mayor. And I, you know what? I don't even want to call Officer Adams my mayor. Because I'm going to be real with you, tasters. I'm going to let you into a little personal business about Stella. I don't vote. I don't believe that my one vote counts. I don't believe none of it. Nope, 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 no. Nope. I do not believe that my one vote would have kept a man like him out of office. I believe to this day That Curtis Sliwa of the Guardian Angels should have been elected mayor of New York City. They called them a wild card back in the days they used to make. I remember when they made fun of Guardian Angels and I never understood what was so funny about them. For all of you who don't know, Guardian Angels was a sect. They were a group of volunteer, real angels what they did was they walked around the streets of New York City, starting like I think in the 70s and in the 80s, the early 80s, during the crack era when shit got really bad, just patrolling the streets, making sure that the residents were safe. They didn't have weapons of any kind. I hear that a lot of them were trained in the martial arts, just hand-to-hand combat, but they made sure, they gave a fuck about New York City. And people laughed at them, oh look at them fake ass niggas, they ain't even got no guns, they ain't even got badges, they ain't even security guards. Well, anyway, Curtis Lewa was the head of the Guardian Angels back in the days. And he really, really gave a fuck about my city. And it hurts me. This man ran for office. He ran for his life. Yes, I'm getting emotional. And nobody thought to give Curtis Lee a chance. But you elected this former police officer who was ahead of what was it 100 black men in law enforcement which I still don't know what purpose they ever served because under the umbrella of 100 black men in law enforcement that fraternal organization it hasn't stopped any of the crimes in New York City our crime rates have not gone down if anything New York City is actually even crazier if you ask me, then it was or as crazy as it was during the crack era. Um, I was watching the news the other night and I got wind of the fact that in the Bronx, there's a whole building that has been taken over by children, teenagers, where they are abusing and beating on the residents, breaking up, um, pulling trees out the ground, turning them into weapons, the, the, the branches and shit, beating on the residents, just, um, strong arming the whole building threatening the residents if you don't let me sit in here and smoke my weed and mind your business i'm gonna fuck you up actually beating on these people like make it make sense tasters how how do we live in the world and mind you this this is a police society that i live in new york city is full of police officers it's a police state as they say how the fuck is this happening When I saw that story, when it showed up in my YouTube feeds, I said this can't be real. It reminded me of the Carter Apartments in New Jack City. Like this is something that's really going on. And then one of my homeboys tried to make light of it saying it can't be the Carter Apartments because Nino Brown gave out turkeys at Thanksgiving. Yeah, I don't find that funny. But I know one thing um, Nino Brown and his people wasn't giving out turkeys to the residents of the Carter Apartments. What they were doing was being nice to the rest of the neighborhood so that the rest of the neighborhood minded their business about what was going on inside the Carter apartments and it makes me wonder is that what's happening in that building in the Bronx because how the fuck you got a whole building again when New York City is a police state being taken over by wild teenagers I'm hearing that these are kids kids on bicycles and let me tell you something I feel like the city bike thing Is one of the worst things that could have happened in New York get rid of the city bike fuck city bikes if you can't afford to go to a bike shop or to an actual store or go online and buy an official bike that belongs to you that you take home with you every night fuck these city bikes because from what I'm hearing you know what the city bike is supposed to use a credit or debit card to pay to use it oh no 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 These motherfuckers have found a way to yank those bikes out of the slot, off the track, off the brake, out of the lock device. And they are just riding the streets of New York on city bikes, terrorizing motherfuckers. I was at work the other night and there was some maniac on a city bike. Looked like he was high out of his mind, just riding up and down the subway platform at Atlantic Center Station, Atlantic Center Barclays. Barclays. Hot, sweaty, no shirt on, eyes all over the place, wild in the face, on a fucking city bike. <laughs> Where's his debit card? I'm sure he doesn't have one. Let's check his credit credit score. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't have A1 credit. How did he get his hands on a city bike? Because they're making city bikes too easily accessible. So, again, tasters, I... Um, I hate my city right now. I'm mad. You know, I, I I don't have no sweet dessert. I ain't even thinking about food right now. Again, I'm drinking. But you know what? Let me lighten it up a little bit. Let's talk about the season that we have entered. The season of Beyonce. The season of the Queen. Yes! To my fellow Earth signs, it is Virgo. And I want to say... Um, Happy Virgo season, or my Virgos, oh yeah, yeah, I called you hoes. Let me tell you something I know about Virgos, for smooth as y'all move, and y'all swear y'all moving like thieves in the night, I know that Virgos are bad, <laughs> y'all some bad motherfuckers when the lights go out, Now I'm gonna leave it like that, but everything you do, you do it so clean. You know, you get dirty, but then you make sure you hurry up and wash your hands. It ain't gonna be a stain left behind you. But all parties involved will leave satisfied. So again, welcome Virgo season. I'm here for it. And speaking of Beyonce, we all know she just dropped that incredible Renaissance album. What's your favorite track on Renaissance? I gotta be real with you. Alien superstar. When I tell you that bitch got under my skin, oh, that don't let me have a drink in my hand. Unique. Oh, U N I Q U E. That's my shit. I kind of, sort of like cozy a little bit. Cozy is cute. It's cute. It's starting to rub off on me. I still don't fuck with um. What's the other shit? Not don't kill my vibe. Look, I'm drinking. You know what I'm talking about. The, the, the shit uh, don't don't let You know Don't don't let the shit fuck with me Whatever that ain't my song Well I gotta listen to the rest of the album But Alien Superstar look when I'm driving Lord when I'm driving That's my jam And then speaking of driving So since this is day one of me Going through this shit with my car I'm just sitting by my phone Waiting for, for phone calls I was telling one of my peoples I feel like somebody who's You know, a family member got sick or had an accident and I'm just sitting by the phone waiting for word from the hospital on their condition. That's how it feels when something happens to your car and all you can do is sit by the phone waiting for the insurance companies to call you. Call you about claims, call you about evidence, proof, investigations, um, more claims. Like, come on. I, I didn't need this. I didn't deserve this. And actually, I was actually looking forward to having a good weekend. Um, If you don't follow Poor Minds, again, that is one of my favorite podcasts. Follow Poor Minds um, on Spotify and all of the other streaming platforms. They are coming to my shitty city this weekend. I'm going to see them this Saturday at 7 p.m. And I was actually looking forward to it. And um, you know what? I need that night more than ever. Yeah, I do. Lex P, Drea, I am coming at you girls. And I pray to God that you hoes is having an after party like cocktails had an after party because I need to turn up. I need to be lit. I need to get away. I need to get the fuck out of here. I just need an escape from reality. I'm mad right now, tasters. And I think I'm just going to cut this one here. Before I go, I'm trying to think, can I at least leave you all with a satisfying, I know you fucking lying? Okay, well since I gave so much hatred for my city, let's talk about the times where my city is lit. Here's a I know you fucking lying only in New York moment for your ass. Let's take it back to, in my Sophia Petrillo voice, picture it, Brooklyn. 2002, I was working downtown Brooklyn at a school for medical professionals. I was the receptionist, yes. I shuffled papers and answered phones. So anyway, in the building that I was working at in Brooklyn Heights, there were several businesses besides the one that I worked for. One of those businesses being a DNA clinic. So one fine day while I was at work, a co-worker came running into the office and she says to me girl Guess who's upstairs in the DNA clinic on the fifth floor. I said well who? She said girl Mike Tyson Mike Tyson now tastes we talking about um 24 25 year old me When I heard that Mike Tyson was in the building I made a mad dash to that fifth floor so anyway I get upstairs and who do I see sitting but I am Mike, big and strong. This was so far back that either he had just gotten that tribal tattoo on his face or he didn't have it yet. But he happened to be in New York City because he was fighting out here and he was staying at the Marriott, downtown Brooklyn that they had just built. So anyway, whatever he was in town for, no he wasn't fighting, actually he was here for his DNA test. And um, I don't think he was fighting that week. But you know what? I'm, let, let, let me stay on track. Let me sip some more. So anyway, I just bopped my ass into the clinic and saw him sitting there all big and strong. And he had real strong hands. And I looked at his knuckles. He was sitting there with his hands. Both hands gripped. Like in an angry grip. And I noticed that his knuckles was real dark. He and Iron Mike got real dark knuckles like he punches walls all day. But I would imagine... We're talking about the Iron Mike of the early 2000s that was still working out, running on the, you know, soft sand like he did in the video. So I walked in and all of my bimbo glory and I said, hey, Iron Mike, how you doing? And he looked at me and he gave me the voice, Tasters. He said, hey, how you doing? So what do you want, your lunch break or something? What's your name? Tasters. This is I Know You Fucking Lying Only in New York moment. I started kicking it with Iron Mike. Know what Iron Mike said to me in the end? I said, well, you know, I'm actually still at work and I have to run back downstairs to my desk. But I just wanted to come up here and meet the champ. He was like, well, what, you got a number something? You got a number I could reach you? Now, at this time, tasters, I actually didn't have a cell phone. That's how early in the 2000s it was. Either I didn't have a cell, I was between phones, and I actually had a house phone where I was wait I had a landline with the number was about to change. Back in the days when you was getting your phone number changed your landline, they made you wait a couple of days for it to take effect and then it was nothing you could do to change it. So I had no choice but to give this man my landline number. And I didn't ask him for his phone number because he was actually there. He wasn't alone. There was like a security guard with him that was like grilling me. I don't know why this nigga was giving me the ice grill. Like he looked like one of them niggas that after I left, he was going to say, yo, fuck that bitch, Mike. Fuck her. She's trying to get your money, Mike, while he in his pockets. You know how it go. So me being too chicken to ask for his number gave him my number. And you know what? My number changed the next day. So it was just a thought. It was like, damn. And when I got back downstairs to my desk, my homegirl was like, my coworker rather was like, damn, girl, why didn't you explain to him about your number getting changed? I didn't feel like doing all of that. So, anyway, as luck would have it, not only did my phone number change, when I looked on the news the next day, Mike Tyson was in trouble because he had actually gotten into a fight at that Marriott Hotel. Somebody was taunting Mike, as usual. They've been doing it for years. And I think he, um, Gave him a Mike Tyson knockout. And that was that. So, yeah, that's my I know you fucking lying story. Yo, know, one of my peoples back then was like... Bitch, fuck Mike Tyson. You either took you on a date and whooped your ass. Like, that's what she was saying. She was like, he would have bought you a fucking Rolls Royce... And left you stuck with the note. Because apparently, that's the type of um gifting... That Mike Tyson was into back in the days with his women. Buying your shit... And not paying for it in full. Leaving you stuck with the payments. But, hey, at least I can say... You know what? (laughs) I might try to get some of Stella. But yeah, that's it, tasters. Thank you again for being here at my table. I know I was ranting and raving today. Thank you for listening. I had to get it off my chest. But I got so much more coming up. And again, like I said, I promise you content and content is what you're going to get take care tasters, be safe in these crazy ass New York City streets. Mothers, if you got sons that you don't talk to, talk to them, straighten them out. If you don't know exactly what the fuck your sons are up to every day when they walk out your door, you need to become more informed because it's a whole lot of wild shit going on these streets. And I don't want to believe that every parent of a teenager or a child in their 20s is just out here not giving a fuck about their kids talk to them fuck all that shit about letting them be their own people and having freedom talk to them ask questions keep them out of trouble but again that's enough for me i'm gonna finish this spike tea and um hopefully get some more drinks later so my cousin silky slim it's supposed to be coming to scoop me up. Look, people still say scoop up? Which well, she's coming to snatch me up and take me for drinks around the 7 p.m. hour. So, I'm going to drink. I'm pre-gaming. Then I'm going to throw some hair on and some better clothes, maybe, depending on how I feel. And get the fuck out of here and go get me some more drinks. So, anyway, I'm stuttering. I'm stumbling. I'm slurring my words. And, yeah, I'm feeling exactly how I need to feel. Bye, tasters. Love you.